Hello and welcome to my channel. Deflation is coming. Many economies worldwide are facing turbulent times and investment risks are increasing. After driving sky-high inflation over the last three years, central banks are about to trigger goods price deflation. There was a reason for the immense inflation of the past few years. Many central banks had drastically expanded the money supply at the beginning of 2020 to prevent the economic crash about to hit due to the politically dictated lockdowns. At its peak, the US Federal Reserve expanded the M2 money supply by 40% and the European Central Bank expanded the M3 money supply by 25%. Since production increases did not keep pace, with the gain in the money supply, a huge monetary overhang grew. It allowed for the cost-push effects, such as rising raw material prices and the supply chain bottlenecks, to translate into sharply rising goods prices, that is, sky-high inflation. In the meantime, however, the situation has been turned upside down. Central banks have sharply raised interest rates in a rather short period. Demand for and supply of bank credit, the main source of money supply expansion, has collapsed. Also, central banks have been reducing their balance sheets. This has led to a contraction of the money supply. In the US, the money stock M2 has been declining since the end of 2022. In August this year, it fell by 3.7% compared to the previous year. In the euro area, the M3 money supply dropped by 1.1%. In fact, the money stock is now shrinking across the OECD. A contraction of the money supply gives reason to expect that goods price inflation will decrease and be pushed down significantly in the coming months. However, the decline in the money supply is already so severe that even negative goods price inflation is to be expected, that is, a sustained decline in goods prices across the board, in other words, deflation. This is actually good news for everyone who holds cash balances. The purchasing power of your money will increase as goods prices drop. Unfortunately, in today's fiat money system, a continued contraction in the quantity of money and the associated fall in goods prices are also highly problematic. If goods prices fall across the board, many debtors go bankrupt because their real debt burden increases, companies collapse, unemployment rises, real estate prices plummet, wages fall and banks suffer from loan defaults. Will it come to that? Probably not immediately, because if goods prices decline and recession rears its ugly head, there will quite possibly be a major public outcry. The rulers and the ruled will then loudly demand countermeasures to combat the unwanted evil. As a result, central banks will obediently cut interest rates, buy securities and increase the money supply, and goods price inflation shall return. That said, the episode of increased key interest rates will therefore soon turn out to be a temporary short-term interlude. However, it is questionable whether the whole maneuver will go smoothly. 
experience has shown that investor confidence, once severely damaged by defaults in credit markets, is not restored quickly or at the push of a button. Moreover, one has to fear that states will try to close any demand gap through deficit spending programs, financed with newly created money. And since governments prefer to engage in wasteful, unproductive spending, the accompanying monetary expansion will likely fuel inflation, ushering in a new wave of high or even sky-high inflation. At the same time, the share of government activity in the national economies will increase, while that of private individuals will decrease accordingly. The foreseeable consequence is weak growth, rising, rising national debt and rising goods price inflation. In this context, it should be noted that changes in interest rates and the money supply work with a time lag. And experience shows that central banks tend to react too late, only when the damage is already visible. That said, there is a high probability that the economies will actually slide into recession with high unemployment first. What does this mean for investors? Looking ahead to the next six months, the risk-averse investor may consider holding one-year U.S. Treasury bonds locking in a yield of around 5.4%. Moreover, investors from the euro area, China, Japan and Great Britain, have good reasons to expect they will benefit from a further appreciation of the U.S. dollar. The impact on the companies will be rather mixed and exceptionally high stock market, retur stock market returns are not very likely. For instance, companies that have secured long-term financing at low interest rates will do better than those currently dependent on short-term loans. In addition, falling goods prices are putting pressure on companies that operate with high fixed costs. However, companies with a relatively adaptable cost base have comparatively better chances of success in this environment. Generally speaking, the prospect of further rising government deficits financed with new money and provided at substantially lower interest rates suggests that the bottom, the bottom will not fall out of the stock market. In fact, there is a good chance that stock prices will be higher in the next 12 months than they are today. A portion of your liquid assets should be held in gold. The chances are reasonably good that the price of gold in all currencies will be significantly higher in the next 6 to 12 months than today. However, one thing should be clear to the investor. Governments and their central banks will do everything they can to continue to reduce the purchasing power of money. Over the next two years, goods price deflation will most likely prove to be a temporary phenomenon, while the debasement of our official currencies is the scenario to be reckoned with. As always, thank you very much for your attention. If you enjoyed the video, please like and share it, ring the bell and please follow my channel.